This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. So, so everybody here on Stream Lounge, welcome. Those of you listening in pod form later on when this is dropped as a podcast on the PlayStation Pop Experience, welcome. I am here with the great Tim Capel, my uh, my go-to when it comes to these uh, MCU uh, live watches here on Stream Lounge. Tim, how are you? Uh, great. I don't, I don't know how great I am in terms of um, who I am as a person <laughs> in, in my personal ethics and dealings, but... Uh, if you're referring to my mask, then, then that may be on point. But no, uh, happy to with, be with you tonight, Andy, as as I have been on several of these on previous occasions. I still get a kick out of these Stream Lounge yeah. um, commentaries that we do. This is such a fun platform. It is. And um, I really encourage everyone to, to take advantage. If you're hearing this in podcast form, um, the experience will be greatly enhanced if, if you do pop over to uh, the Stream Lounge app yeah so you just got to go to what is it uh, uh what, what's the actual stream lounge website that uh, it is stream lounge one word dot io uh-huh yeah is the uh so download the app there it's very easy mm-hmm. um and and so it will basically link up with anything mm-hmm. your various streaming apps that you're subscribed to yeah. not all of them yeah. but we are watching this on disney mm-hmm. plus that is one of their affiliates yeah so you can watch along with us you can pop in the chat and, and drop comments, interact with us, which we very much encourage and hope to be doing. Yeah, it, it is um, a, a lot of fun. And it kind of takes out, like, we do live watch pods all the time. I have Laugh in Theater. All the time. Uh, yeah. Justin just launched his uh, JT, at the movies with JT, Jen, Jenny does, uh, you know, a Freak Out Drive-In. And what they kind of did here on Stream Lounge was kind of take out the middleman. They just made mm-hmm. it uh, easier. So, um, it's, it's, it's just a, a, a nice platform. Uh, they do have, uh, Disney plus HBO max, YouTube, a few others. Uh, we're really chomping at the bit. For- I think I saw Tubi. Yeah. Recently. I think they might have Tubi. Um, which I wonder how, how in the world are they making that work with the, with the ad breaks happening yeah. at different times? I don't know. I got to watch one of those and, and find out. I know, I know Peacock but, has um, been a little difficult, uh, Mm-hmm. But it is definitely uh, kind of chomping at the bit to get that on there with the WWE stuff because I think that's the floodgates opening for our our crew at least. Uh, you know, going to go back and and we live watch wrestling all the time, but it's like let's do it with commentary and audience and interaction. It's it's gonna be you know they're 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 gonna get sick of us very quickly. So I was gonna say that that maybe that's one of those be careful what you wish for kind of kind of things if they can make that work um but it's like i always say they have two of my three loves covered already in terms of comics slash marvel mm-hmm. movies you know with with the disney plus um and horror as well with shutter mm-hmm. which is uh just a great little niche streaming service and wrestling would just be that third one if, if they could make it happen with Peacock. I mean, they but, do have HBO. Um, no pressure, right? They have HBO Max, which allows for HBO us Max. to do the Harry Potter. Huge Potters, library. To do the Harry Potters, yeah, which we library. can get uh, to do the second one whenever that is, because it's hard to uh, line up that uh, one. But also, you know, it's got some DC stuff on there that's decent. I mean, Har- the Harley Quinn cartoon is phenomenal. 
It really. I gotta check that out. I am being strongly urged it, uh, by people whose tastes I do trust. It is. To, it uh, is kind of like a Deadpool, Deadpool cartoon. Basically, yeah. it's yeah. that kind of humor. It's I, you know, I, I have no. I I was clue the directions that this show goes in is like mm-hmm. I could you couldn't predict it. Because I don't know if they really follow any kind of storylines, but because there's there's some silliness to it, there are some characters that are a bit silly. They've killed off a number of major characters. <laughs> you know, That's really funny. You know, it's like, oh wow, they that person that what whoa that one's off the table. Wow, holy crap! Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's um, I I highly recommend it. Yeah, the new season is dropping in a couple of weeks as of uh you know this stream, so I would uh, I would recommend it. They're only twenty two minutes, so you can get through them fairly quickly. And I yeah. an incredi- oh, yeah. incredible voice cast too. I'll get caught up quick. Yeah. All right. So uh, enough of uh, us talking about our streaming loves. Let's uh, let's talk about uh, a movie. Let's get the show on the road. So I'm going to hit play here on, on the Disney Plus. In okay. Uh, three, two, one, and here we go. Movie All right. is off and running. Here we go. We got the normal mm-hmm. uh, card coming. So Tim. Being a comics uh, fan, a comics reader, what yep. were your feelings when you heard about Infinity War being a thing? Like, did you have high hopes for it? Did you worry, like, how they're going to pull it off? Uh, what were your thoughts? I will say I I, I did have pretty high hopes for it um, just because we, we got the tease mm-hmm. at the end of Avengers yeah. in 2012 where we, you know, saw Thanos for the first time in that cameo. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody who's who knows comics, who knows Marvel, recognized right away. Oh wow, they're they're really going to do like that was. It was pretty clear you could put two and two together that that's where they were going with this entire saga. So that entire phase one worth of movies that that was all building up towards Avengers, we thought that was the quote unquote end game, right? If they could pull off an Avengers movie, that would be an enormous coup. But then at the end of Avengers to see, oh wait, this is just the tip of the iceberg. They're gonna do they're gonna do Thanos, they're gonna do uh the Infinity Gauntlet. Is is that where we're going with all the we're with all this? So we're thinking this as early as 2012 in our heads, not knowing what form it's gonna take, but at least that's on the table now. Yeah. And so then you go through phase two, which is all about getting the infinity stones established all the the mythology and the backstory and now it's like oh we've got this these mystical artifacts mm-hmm. and then you're you're just off the races with phase three where I, I believe they had announced like as early as what 2014 yeah. 2015 that this movie was going to be happening and, it was gonna and be, you're like they're really going to do it and it's gonna be- from all indications they're going to pull it off because look at their track record and look at the groundwork that they've laid and it was going to be in two parts so, yeah. uh, and it's and it's going to be in two parts mm-hmm. um although they they kind of walked back <laughs> that reveal of what the yeah the second film would actually be called mm-hmm. um just to i guess preserve that air of of mystery mm-hmm. i don't know um we thought it would be Infinity War parts one and two in two films, but then they said, "Oh, the second one, no, we're not going to let you know exactly what that's called yet." Yeah. So um, they're a little cagey with that, but mm-hmm. I understand it. So, so leading up to this, uh, we have a, uh, you know, Thor Ragnarok, which is where we're picking up at the end of. We also had a side trip to uh, Black Panther and Wakanda, 
which mm-hmm. factors a lot in this in this in this movie and the next one. So we have Thor, you know, the basically all the Asgardians on the ship are been decimated. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we have the uh Thanos with his children. Uh I you know not to get all shifted on like spoiler alert, I <laughs> I I was kind of I was expecting more from them. Okay. You know, uh they are they are pretty damn cool, I think. Um mm-hmm. you have uh was it Corvus Glaive, uh Proxima Midnight Proxima here Midnight. behind Ebony Maw. Loki, I believe. Ebony Maw, the hype man yeah. for Thanos, yes. Um, and then, um, what's the other one? I can't remember. Uh, we, Call Obsidian. Oh, Call Obsidian. Obsidian. Yeah, I always forget yeah. him. He's yeah. the big guy. Yeah, it, you, you got the one that I would have forgotten. So I, I, I covered you there with the, mm-hmm. with the other the other dude um yeah they're they're more recent recent additions okay. from the comics these guys were not part of the original and so when i refer to the comics i i should probably preface what i'm referring to is the storyline the the six issue miniseries called infinity gauntlet mm-hmm. not infinity war i i always um I, I always worry for the person who sees this movie and goes, okay, this is based on a great comic story. And then they go to track that down and they, they look up the comic infinity war <laughs> and they read that and they go, wow, what a piece of shit. <laughs> because yes, there is a comic storyline called infinity war. It is the actual sequel to the infinity gauntlet, which is what this film is nominally based on. Wow. Um, yeah, it's it's part of a it's a trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War, and Infinity Crusade. What the MCU did was just pick the one that had the best, yeah. most cinematic name, right? So Infinity War is a pretty good name. It's a pretty bad comic. Um, so I would stress that if uh, if you have not made that mistake, please do not. If you if you're interested in the comics, haven't read the source material, please read Infinity Gauntlet, not Infinity War. I mean, you can read Infinity War, but read it after the Infinity Gauntlet. So, yeah, yeah, that that's that's important to to get across, I feel like, and, and sort of got lost in the commentary and the hype around uh, this film, which, um, you know, you said you were looking for a little bit more mm-hmm. out of out of the henchmen, yeah. out of the bad guys here, which. Um, uh, and by the way, this this scene here with the Hulk uh, getting blasted um, back to Earth. That was, uh, I guess, a, just a note of trivia. That was the Silver Silver Surfer mm. in the comics taking the place of the Hulk here. Um, he is the one who go, who comes bursting into the Sanctum ah, Sanctorum, okay. as we're going to see, mm-hmm. as the kind of herald of, or the, or the emissary of Thanos' coming kind of thing. I just, it, it was, it's pretty um, amazing that you get the real scope of Thanos, how big he is compared to the Hulk yeah. before and, just manhandles well, yeah. Hulk. He he really handed Hulk his ass. That's what you did. That's a classic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a classic wrestling trope, right? You, yeah. Your new monster heel. You you put him over your mm-hmm. um, your established guy, uh, who is supposed to be the the baddest man on the planet. Just put him over him, and 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 the comics do this a lot too. Anytime they introduce a new character, put him over the established star. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- that's how you you get across very quickly 
um, how not, powerful they yeah, are. Yeah, not, not not the best uh, ref, not the best reference, but it's like say like uh, the Big Show taking out Kevin Nash. Like Kevin Nash sure, is this big yeah. dude, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you got somebody who's bigger. <laughs> and then Brock Lesnar taking out the Big Show. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, same idea. Yeah. Or they always, I feel like they always use the juggernaut for that in the comics. Like, if somebody just, if somebody new shows up and, and wipes the floor with juggernaut, it's like, okay, they're they're the new badass yeah. on the block. They always use juggernaut in that sort of <laughs> jobber role, unfortunately. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so Thanos is seeing through the illusion here. Mm-hmm. Um, we are wasting no time. Yeah. And he, uh, we're going to see a, a major, um, I mean, you know, we, we talk about how a lot of the deaths in this movie don't stick. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one that they sort of separate from the herd in that it's, it's more of a um, true death. Yeah. What's coming up here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that's another, I think, distinction that we make with, with this movie is like, okay, Yes, there's there's a, a a huge body count, but which ones really count? Yeah, you know. Well, it's like comics too. Like nobody's ever truly mm-hmm. dead in comics, and as we find out later on, yes, you know some of these characters die, but you know we are going to see them again in either prequels or mm-hmm. different timelines uh, or um, you know uh, multiverses, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, Loki. No one's ever really gone. Yeah, Loki doing something you never thought you didn't think he would do. Is standing up to Thanos. Yeah, showing some courage, mm-hmm. some rare courage from yeah. Loki. Just tells you how far he's come as a character yeah. in this film. I mean, Thor, who's been run through the ringer the last uh, his life. Thor, who's lost so much yeah. already. Yeah. yeah. And this is, um, of course, Joss Brolin doing the uh, mocap so here for Thanos. Yeah, it's really amazing that I, I really do love uh, his portrayal of Thanos, especially uh, you know some really key moments, in, not only in this one but mm-hmm. also in in uh, Endgame. I will say he looks far better than a CGI purple bald guy with the <laughs> testicle chin should look yeah right? i mean it's like <laughs> this this could be a very very bad like mm-hmm. cgi creature and and they do a good job yeah. of, of making him it, it feels like he has some weight to him right like he's he's really there he's an he's an actual character yeah. in this movie so so which is pretty important because this is ten, this is the thanos movie this ten, is like 10 minutes yeah 10 minutes in We've had, a, yeah. I guess, a C character. Gonna, I would put Kaimdell on the C level, and mm-hmm. Loki is a B. I would think strong, a yeah. strong B, but close to A list. Yeah, close, close to A list. But given... we've had two somewhat major characters killed in the first ten minutes mm-hmm. of this movie. Wow, yeah, that's a lot. So, off to a... and, and these are true deaths, yeah. even though they get a little cute. They get a little cute with that with Loki mm-hmm. later. All right, so all right, so now. Uh, Hulk in the in the Silver Surfer role getting blasted okay. into uh, the Sanctum Sanctorum here coming up. Um, I heard just recently read 
probably on comicbook.com, our favorite website, <laughs> that this, in, in the film, they, um, in an early version of the script, this one's intended to be not the Silver Surfer, but Nova, huh? of all people. Um, presumably as a, as like the last survivor of maybe Xandar, yeah. which gets nuked by Thanos off screen, which would make a lot of sense. I just, I think they, they didn't want to try to cram in a new hero on top of everything else. This, this movie has to do. Right. Um, but, but Nova, a pretty important cosmic hero in, you know, the Marvel. Who's, who's going to be coming in soon. I heard. So that was like a cold open, right? We, we get all that. Then we get the, the, uh, the Avengers logo. Very cool. Um, very cool way to establish what we're up against here. So, wh- where was Hulk though in 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 the comics at this time? Uh, Hulk at the time was uh, where Hulk would be in Avengers Endgame, where he is actually now what's known as the Professor Hulk. Uh, um, he's the Hulk at all times, but he has Banner's intelligence. Uh, that was the Hulk status quo in the comics for a pretty long period of time um, in the in the early into mid-90s. And Hulk was a pretty minor uh, player in the Infinity Gauntlet story. Okay. Um, he's basically, I mean, he's, like a lot of heroes who survived the, the initial snap, which, by the way, the snap takes place at the beginning of the story in the comics. Okay. And so it's it's the surviving heroes that mount an offensive against Thanos, Hulk being one of them. He pretty much is just cannon fodder. Okay. Um, doesn't play a huge role in the story. Um, that's the case for a lot. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of the heavy hitters in this movie, because Infan- Infinity Gauntlet is primarily a Thanos, Silver Surfer, Adam Warlock storyline. Okay. Oh, okay. And Adam Warlock doesn't even exist in the MCU yet. So, well, sort of. <laughs> And so, yeah, we, uh, I mean, this movie cannot waste any yeah. time, right? It's already, we've, we, we got a little bit of banter, a little bit of that banter between Tony and Pepper, but now we've got Dr. Strange. We've got Bruce Banner mm-hmm. showing up. Um, we've got to, we've got to jump into the thick of it yeah. here. And Wong, who is one of our, uh, our glues of the MCU really, really yeah. pulled, moved into that Colson role now. In a way, he really kind of has, yeah, he's, right? He's that connected he sneaks tissue. up on you. He sneaks and, up and on Bandit you. And Bandit Wong is just so awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's he's grown on me so much. It's in a in a way that I, I really didn't see coming. Yeah. You know, and we get uh, you know, Stephen Strange really, you know, gets pushed to the uh it's the major push here if we're going to a wrestling term. You know, he was mm-hmm. a, a new arrival. Basically, and right, and he just you know kind of skips the mid card and goes right to the main event. This is true. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, he he'd had one other appearance in um, Thor Ragnarok, yeah. which good usage of him there. Mm-hmm. And here we go. Yeah, and we got the well from what we know at this point, the two smartest, or actually the three smartest guys in the whole. Uh, in the whole uh, MCU yeah, here, you think about it. I mean, you can throw Peter Parker in there, but he's you know immature, and uh, we can mm-hmm. actually probably throw Bruno in there now from uh, Miss Marvel. 
Uh, what I started to say was, um, if you were disappointed by the the henchmen in this film, I was, um, I guess I'll go ahead and just lay it on the table. I was sort of disappointed with this film overall, okay. walking out of the theater at the time. Um, and, I, and I'll get into some reasons why. It was one of those, it was very difficult to, to put my finger on exactly what it was about this that didn't work for me in the moment. Um, I just remember having a, a lot of feelings, a lot of strong feelings and a lot of them pretty negative. Yeah. Um, and, and since then I've, I've kind of, I've kind of, I won't say fully come around. It's just, you've softened. I have softened. That's, that's a good way of putting it. I think Endgame um, definitely helped soften my feelings towards this film. Okay. I think rewatching it a few times, which I've, I've made myself do with trying to keep more of an open mind and understanding where it's going, what's going to happen, mm-hmm. um, and, and appreciating it more for its virtues than its faults. Um, it's one of those, I, I guess what it comes down to is it's a, I see it as a film that's not great in its own right, but is necessary as a means to an end. Yeah. No pun intended. Well, it's it's all um, it has to, I don't it has to set up Endgame, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, and that's that you know, and that's me coming with a ton of baggage mm-hmm. as, as a big comics reader for my entire life. Basically, I mean, I'm coming with thirty years of <laughs> you know comics nonsense and my own kind of set of expectations and and wants from a movie like this, and you know. It, and I, I've, I've definitely, um, it, it's a case where I like, I can't penalize this for, for not being the movie I wanted it to be, but for the movie that it is, I'm like, there's still some things that stick out at me. Like this scene in particular, I'm like, we're really still doing this petty bitching between like Steve and, and Tony, you know, where it's like, oh, I don't really want to call Steve uh, unless I have to. It's like, these are cosmic stakes, you know, guys, let it go, <laughs> you know, just set it aside. Um, but I understand that, again, for this movie to work, the Avengers really do have to be divided. Yeah. And, and they did put in that work to scatter the Avengers, truly. Like, that's... Mm-hmm. There's a case to be made that Thanos would not have succeeded if we had the Avengers as a united front. So yeah. they they knew what they were doing mm-hmm. with you know civil war, divide and conquer. So is this this is where we get the nano uh, Iron Man suit, right? For the the nanotech time? suit. Yeah. Yes, this is the bleeding uh, the bleeding edge armor. Yeah, yeah, because they they know there's two Infinity Stones, right? There's two mm-hmm. on Earth right now. Right, you got the time, um, the time stone and the mind stone, right? Well, yeah. So, Strange has got the the um, the time stone. Vision is basically the mind stone. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that they know exactly. Yeah. What the status of the other stones are, but. Yeah, and it's Peter's spidey senses were tingling there. Uh huh. This is a really good scene. Yeah.
<laughs> we got our Stanley uh, cameo. Mm-hmm. And there's your Stan cameo. And, and the kids are all distracted so they don't see <laughs> Peter bailing out. Mm-hmm. Just jumping right into action. Yeah. A very Spider-Man thing to now, do. What do you think of the ship design here? Of a... Looks real cool. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? I know it's not your favorite movie, but um, <laughs> the ship uh, and Arrival. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, I think it kind of looks like that. I just, you know, I'm not a Denny Villeneuve guy, actually. That's really what it is, and I, I kind of, yeah, I get. I wasn't it. prepared for that it. to be a nonlinear story either. I really wasn't picking up on that for a while in that movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's a bunch of bullshit, but I also kind of love it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't know. It just really, it worked mm-hmm. for me in, in ways that it easily could not have so but um we get the brains and a brawn combo tag team here yeah here we go all right right in the middle of the street mm-hmm. <clears throat> have any more <laughs> chattering animal <laughs> you know what else i don't I don't like I the way that, that they do. I don't know. I don't like the way that they do Doctor Strange's powers. Okay, I, I'll just say it. Like, I I feel like they make him too Green Lantern esque, okay. almost where where he like is creating objects and such. And I get that it's magic, and yeah, he can do all that stuff. I just I think the way that they convey it visually is is not really to my liking it it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like he's he's using magic it feels like he's using some kind of weird like alien yeah, technology weird power something. yeah <laughs> it doesn't look like magic to me at all dude you're embarrassing me i want it to be weird i guess i just want it to be weird yeah i don't know more more mystical less uh yeah cosmic-esque yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly Oh, that's cool. You know, there's been a lot of cool, you know, applications Mm -hmm. of Tony getting into the suit. And they just keep getting better. Right. I mean, in Avengers, in the 2012 Avengers, I mean, him getting the suit on after Loki throws him out of the building is pretty damn cool. Oh, yeah. Just pushes. Yeah, I love that one. (laughs) That's a nod to the comics also. um... Whoa. (laughs) <laughs> Not a Loki. Well, we talked about it. Just go listen to that podcast yeah. or watch the stream lounge. <laughs> <laughs> now, Bruce finding himself a little bit of a liability yeah. here. Some Put on the sidelines. Performance anxiety. He's been benched. Uh-huh. Hmm. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, we're doing great there, Bruce. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm trying. <laughs> you know, Hulk does not want to come yeah, out. He's like, a, you know, he's he's never been had his ass kicked before. He doesn't know how to, doesn't know how to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that this all, some un- this un- all unintentional all humor here. Too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. I also just 
this thing uh, that this in terms of the the action scenes in this movie um i don't know how to put it other than it's it's a little bit of a cock tease <laughs> only because i feel like at this point the characters and their development and how experienced they are you've got the sorcerer supreme you've got tony with with the bleeding edge armor i just I kind of feel like they should have wiped the floor with these yeah. guys or if not, and I get, you don't want to put totally put them over your, your new, um, you know, big, bad, uh, henchmen dudes, but it just seems like this should have been more of a competitive match yeah. than it, than it really, I mean, how is this like, come on, you're Dr. Strange. How are you letting vines? overtake you like this dude well, just I, I i don't know like how ebony maw's power is compared to dr strange like there's no frame of reference for us to... there's really not and i think that's maybe one of the problems is these guys just sort of show up and we're supposed to ex- accept that they're such badasses but i mean we know what iron man can do yeah, we know yeah. what dr strange can it just i mean short of like decimating the entire city here it just seems like i don't know it's it it feels like they're holding back i guess it's just for me i really wish i would have had some kind of uh you know if disney plus was around maybe a a a, i don't know how they would do a disney plus series on the channel children of thanos but something to Mm -hmm. like kind of you know tell us about these uh these kids yeah get something across with them it just so here, like, come on, Strange, why didn't you open with that? Like, not even Strange, it's Wong, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and we're going to see, like, sort of instances of that throughout the film. Like, why didn't you just do that in the first place sort of thing? Especially with Iron Man now, who has this nano suit that can basically do anything it just uh, i i try not to get hung up over the details like that of oh so and so should be more powerful than the next person like but it's hard when you've seen as many movies as you have with with these characters and what they can do what they can't do and it just yeah it's a tough sell Peter, more guts and brains here. Right. So, but very cool that... Uh, fly off into space. He gets the iron spider suit there. Mm-hmm. Here again, like, fucking nanotech can basically do anything. Grow Spider-Man a new suit that is um, going to allow him to, <laughs> I guess, breathe in space. Like, it's, yeah. it's a lot. You're asking the audience for a lot here in their mind. You are. You're asking me for a lot. Yeah, and people who, like, you know, already suspend their disbelief. And I'm with you, but you're telling me they can do all this, but they can't beat up a few Thanos flunkies? Yeah. Come on. (laughs) Pepper is not having this. uh, Yeah, no way. When you go into space shit. Yeah, they just did the heist and they're hightailing out of there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he left, uh, you know, 
call obsidian on uh on the earth on earth right it's just ebony moth right going to hyperspace well wong teleport wong teleported him to yeah. antarctica or whatever and cut his arm off so he's left to fend for himself So, okay, so at least Bruce has no compunctions yeah. about calling Steve Rogers. Well, I mean, last time he saw Steve was in uh, Sokovia. Mm-hmm. Ah. This is, and, uh, Space. And and this was directed by James Gunn, uh, their scenes, from what I understand. Was it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, and it, it keeps the theming of the Guardians going here. Okay. Yeah, I think he did the, the all the Guardian stuff. I mean, obviously, when they're interspersed with other characters, that's the Russos. But I think when mm-hmm. the Guardians are by themselves, I think that's all James uh, Gunn. <laughs> Drax <laughs> catches some Z's. <laughs> Good tune, too, by the spinners. <laughs> So they are responding to the distress signal of uh, the ship that was just yep. wrecked by Thanos mm-hmm. that Thor was on. Yeah, we have the the new member of the new members of the crew. Mm. What do you think of Mantis as an addition to the crew? Um, I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, very different from the character, the comics character, yeah. but. Not in a way that bothers me. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think she fits, and and she gets some good shine in this yeah, movie. Actually, she does. We get a we get teenage uh, moody teenage group. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Those fucking bodies everywhere. It's kind of like how it probably looked like after Alderaan got blown up. Oh God. Oof. <laughs> Turn the wipers out like it's a bug on the windshield. <laughs> wipers, yes. <laughs> so the war can survive in space. <laughs> Drax says, you're a dude. This is a man. Yeah, they're all falling over Thor here already. <laughs> You're one sandwich away from fat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not bothered by the the humor in this movie. I I know some people are. That's not one of my that's what not one of my qualms at all. I, I think it it's fine. It's it feels natural to the characters. It it's not obtrusive, intrusive, I guess. <laughs> hmm. 
Even when he's all dirty, Hemsworth is still a good-looking dude. He's <laughs> <laughs> still hot, right? Yeah. Still would. Yeah. All right, so we're getting into some Thanos backstory mm-hmm. and, and motivation. And here's where I start to have problems. Okay. Hey, Paul. Oh, hey, Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I don't like this idea of Thanos as this weird eco-terrorist. Like, yeah, he, I don't know, like, he's like this obsessed conservationist or something who has a hard on about the universe being overpopulated, which is a weird idea. And it, I, I just, I don't fully understand why why he thinks that. I know that they show the whole thing with his home world, but it's like why does he apply that to the entire universe at large? He talks about, oh, I've seen it time and time again. It's like, okay, well, great, but why is that like on you to correct or have to, that seems like a self-correcting kind of problem. Well, he's got that ego and it's because he can. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like, I don't think it focused enough on other characters challenging mm-hmm. this belief system. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, it's just put out there. Gamora <laughs> is the closest we get to someone who actually can call him out on his bullshit yeah. in this movie. Mm-hmm. But I think we needed to see more of that. Yeah. Problem is the movie won't allow for it because Thanos is our protagonist. Mm-hmm. So He's supposed to be like our point of view character throughout all of this. We really can't challenge that belief system too much. Otherwise, we, we start to turn on this character. He, he becomes a protagonist that, that we really can't follow along with. Um, so they're walking a very, very fine line. Okay. And I just think it does a disservice to, to the character because I... I think it's a dumb motivation. I just think it's it's shitty. And the way he goes about trying to solve this this supposed problem, there's many, many, many other ways you could do that short of just massacring half of all yeah. life. It, it just it's a very, I don't know, simplistic I mean, it, it gets the point across, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. You you get what he's about, what he's all about, very, very effortlessly, but all in all, it just doesn't work for me, brother. Yeah. I mean, I, I like him as a villain because I like the villains that think that they're, they're doing the right thing, but, they're, they're, but their mind is so warped and they're going about it the wrong way kind of thing. So that's what I like yeah, about Thanos. He absolutely does think he's doing, he, he thinks he's doing the right, the wrong, he thinks he's doing a bad thing for the right reasons. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, the best villains don't think they're villains. But I, I sort of think that there's there's really just an undercurrent of um, really he's just a, a, a murdering sociopath. Like, that's what yeah. he gets off on. And I do appreciate the scene where Gamora basically says as much. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I think we needed more of that. Yeah. Like, this, this movie does too much to try to preserve that that weird sense of nobility to this character and i i don't think he should have any nobility i just i kind of don't 
this is a case where I'm okay with letting a villain be like a pure villain. Yeah. <clears throat> or you go the route they did in the comics where, where he's a crazy obsessed <laughs> incel um, mm-hmm. who was in love with the uh, <laughs> the abstract uh, manifestation of death <laughs> who is a beautiful woman as he sees it slash her. Okay. <laughs> I know that's a lot to try to, to try to sell on a yeah. uh, Disney slash MCU block. You got to kind of, but, um, not, not dumb it, yeah, dumb it down, but you know, simplify it a little bit. Yeah. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Right. I, I totally get why they don't, why they don't do that, mm-hmm. but I get that motivation. Makes a lot of sense. He's a guy in love who's been spurred over and over. Like it's, mm-hmm. You know, it happens. Um, well, it turns into a murderous psycho. <laughs> right. So we got even great, more great splitting line. up here, too. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, you know, Thor and, and Rocket and Groot are on their side quest now. We, now we're catching up with uh, with Viz and Wanda. What do you think of, uh, of Viz in, in, in Paul Bettany form here? Um... Why not? Yeah. I mean, I guess the vision can look however he wants to look um, within reason. He's not like a he's not like a full on shapeshifter, but you kind of figure he can project sort of whatever outer image he he so chooses. You know, not outside the realm yeah. of possibility. I do like. Um, I mean, it happens off screen. We don't see the the romance mm-hmm. develop between the two of them, but we got hints of it in Civil War. And them as a full on couple, mm-hmm. um, again, as as that crotchety old comics reader that I am, I I'm on board with yeah. it, and I like that WandaVision did show some, did fill in some of the backstory between these two. Yeah, I, I mean, that's and, when the Disney Plus shows are on their game. That's really what they're good for. They're like filling in those gaps, moving mm-hmm. the plot forward without, you know, without the high stakes of a movie. You know, like we have time yeah. that we can flesh it out. We have time to do this. And I think people want to see that stuff. I mean, WandaVision was just so, you know, unlike anything we had seen that, you know, it did go off the rails at, at moments, but it was... I think it was the best Marvel show until that finale. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. which still wasn't atrocious, but it, it definitely was, like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean... That show deserved, that show deserved better than that finale, I, mean, I guess, is where I'm at. The MCU still has a pretty high batting average. Uh, maybe the shows are not as high as the movies, batting average-wise, because, you know, there is the, you know, Thor do-do shit world. I mean, you know, Pixar, you know, <laughs> did release The Good Dinosaur, which I hate, and I'm not looking forward to that in my Pixar watch. <laughs> but, okay, so you've got your Yeah, I got mine, well too. So, so. so we got the other two here. Yeah, this is another one where... The vision just goes down way yeah. too easily here. So it is Wanda, yeah. honestly. Well, they, I mean, they, it's probably been a while since they've used their powers, so they're probably a little out of practice, yeah. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I know, and I know that he got jumped. They ambushed him. He's he's injured now, but go on. 
This guy wiped the floor with Ultron. Yeah, that's true. There we go. So we got Corvus Glaive, right? And um, Proxima Midnight. Proxima Midnight played by Carrie Coon, who... Carrie Coon, yeah. Who I, I'm yeah. not that familiar with outside of uh, the latest Ghostbusters movie, where she plays the mom. Oh, okay. Because she, uh, she was in Game of Thrones, is that right? I'm not sure. She she was in some. Uh, I, she was in some other. First thing I saw her in was was the Leftovers, which she was in something. I that think people know about the greatest show of all time. Yeah, um, that nobody watched. But um, I need to rewatch that series. Uh, yeah, she was in that. Uh, I mean, she may have been in Game I of Thrones. I don't know. I I didn't watch it. Yeah. Uh, that's Fargo. She was in Fargo. Okay, that, that's on my to do list. Is uh, Game third of Thrones. Se- third season of Fargo. There you go, Wanda. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm looking her up. Oh, she was in Gone Girl. Mm. The Post. It's kind of a small role, given her stature. Yeah. I mean, also, they they had a lot to do in this movie, uh, the Russos. They had a lot of story to get across. So they, oh, had, yeah. they had to, like, you know, hurry along some things. Well, they've got a lot of characters. And sure. I think this was uh, what's coming up here. This was probably the biggest pop in the movie up to this point in the theater when mm-hmm. I went to see this. You know, cause everybody was, this was the guy everybody was waiting to see, I think. Yeah. You got bearded Steve. There was like, oh, this is about to pick up. <laughs> yeah. We got we got his uh his sidekick here, basically. Well, I wouldn't call Falcon his sidekick. That's probably not giving him enough service, but that's his uh running buddy. Yeah, more of a partner. And, and we got you know, we got Widow showing up with a, yet another mm-hmm. hairstyle. Well, some ass. And, and this is this is bothering me all over again. The, the idea that these guys can, like, they're the cleanup crew. They're they're going to make a difference yeah. here when fucking Vision and Scarlet Witch couldn't get anywhere with these two. Have and you have Falcon, <laughs> yeah, who have like godlike powers, and fucking Black Widow, Captain America, and Falcon are are going to run them yeah. off. Please, I mean, Steve's got you know super strength and everything, what a, but. I mean, barely yeah. in comparison to these. Yeah, comparison to these, uh, these uh, cosmic. <laughs> and beings. that's and they retreat. They retreat because three somewhat enhanced humans. <laughs> like this is, this is making me mad again. Well, one one is a master assassin, and these are again. And I'm not trying to be that type of person. Yeah. These are not the types of things that normally bother me in these movies, but. But these movies are normally much better about it, right? They they give you very good reasons why so and so can't beat so like those kinds of stupid fanboy arguments, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. it is a very fanboyish type of nitpick. But I'm just saying, there's there's no good reason why this plays out the way it does, other than the movie needs it to be that way. Like the plot just really kind of overrides everything that we understand about these characters, um, what they're capable of. 
and what they would do in a given situation. It uh, just it just kind of steamrolls everything. So and I just we're getting the backstory, and it looks like basically what Thanos uh, tried to do to Earth, he did on Gamora's home planet. Because you see them attacking the same way. Yeah. So yeah, he was going through and and I guess carrying out this this plan of mm-hmm. uh, uh, decimating half of all life. He he was doing it the old fashioned way, right. just I mean, manually slaughtering everybody. I mean, he, uh, now look, he's got like his ships. He's got looks like his children there. I mean, not not the the D listers, Chitari, uh, led by Loki here. So you think if he had mm-hmm. if he had <laughs> Had he treated Earth the way he's treating this planet, do you think that that the uh, original lineup could have taken him down? Um, nope. If they were still uh, together and in a in an actual team and not so scattered, I think they could have. I mean, well, you got to remember too. Uh, the the roster's grown quite a bit. Yeah, so we have a much sure. bigger roster. You know, we had no Vision, no Wanda, no Sam, no Spidey. I mean, you know, no Doctor Strange. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I think if it's that team we got in Age of Ultron plus the extras mm-hmm. since then, they took. No, I, but I, what I'm referring to though is that if it's the original six. Oh, the original you six. Know, you know, um, Iron Man, Thor, yeah. Cap, Hulk, Widow, and um, yeah, and I mean, uh, you know. Anything's possible. I mean, Thor does a pretty damn good job on his own in this movie. Um, with, I mean, with a new weapon, granted, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's not with outside the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad we got that scene out right there because you know it gave mm-hmm. us a little backstory with Gamora and Thanos' relationship and kind of him, you know, drink- you see how driven yeah, he is, and he's drinking his own, drinking he's- his own Kool Aid. Yeah, yeah, he's been at this for quite some time. Yeah, because and, and the then the Infinity Stones are are just a, a shortcut, yeah. basically, because he's been doing this his whole life. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's got to be what a good like twenty twenty five years he's been doing this. I mean, Gamora is what like I was going to say. Six it just depends old? on how old she. Yeah, yeah, just depends on how old she is, mm-hmm. and Thanos could be potentially much much older. Yeah. Who knows how people age in space and on other planets? (laughs) Trust me and possibly kill me. (laughs) Well, I mean, she, she, she knows what Thanos needs to do to get one of the stones. Yeah. So uh-huh. she's going to wants to stop it at any cost, no matter what. We don't know why she knows that, but I'm okay. Yeah. With that. That's, that's something like for the sake of the story, I'm, I'm willing to just, you know what? I'll hand wave it. Now I'm trying to remember where Nebula is now. Cause we haven't seen her yet. Mm. She is, a. Uh, She's off doing her own thing. Yeah, I guess she's not with them, yeah. is she? <laughs> Drax eating the core sure. nuts here. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Who thought Dave Batista was going to have such great comic timing? <laughs> he thinks he has mastered the ability to become invisible. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was kind of shipping Drax and, and Mantis to get together, but I don't think that's going to happen. I am too. Yeah, I'm too. I think I think I think Drax is uh, days are numbered. You think? I think I think Dave wants. You think out. that's? Do you think that's for Dave Batista reasons? I I think it's part. I think it's a little comedy show. Well, because I think they yeah they got. I think one of the Guardians got to go. I think for to keep the story moving forward. I mean. James Gunn has said he's not doing any more Guardian stuff after that third movie. And they're doing the holiday special. We got that. Yeah, and then we have so. I Am Groot also. Oh, yes. I Am Groot as well. So, But James Gunn is like, he's out yeah. after that. He said he, he's not doing no more. And Well, I mean, we still have, Dave, we have the theme park stuff too, at least he got to do. Well, Dave Batista was pretty adamant yeah. about not wanting to work with anyone except James Gunn. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's a question of do you do you keep them around and try to find a new director? I, I think I think we're going to see the Guardians continue on in some form. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see the characters yeah. in some form, if not still the team. Yeah, maybe not full on Guardians movie, but they'll still be part of the, uh-huh. part of the universe. Maybe a mix of the, the surviving... Mm-hmm. Guardian Benicio Del Toro here in this. I mean, what <laughs> one thing we lot. do get robbed of is the collector and uh, I know and uh, what's his, what's he the the um, the grandmaster. grandmaster together in a scene. Yeah, that would have been awesome. I, I mean, just throw Nicholas Cage in there, man, with the three of them. Oh my god, have him play one of those abstract. Uh, embodiments of a of a um uh cosmic concept mm-hmm. yeah there, there's a guy called um <laughs> there's a guy called lord lord order and master chaos um uh well no those are two different characters i'm thinking of the character i'm thinking of is the in-betweener oh okay who is who is who is both like he's like the balance between good and evil. Mm-hmm. So one side of him <laughs> is like all white, and the other side is contrasted with all black. And he's like this. Um, it, again, this is this is how the the concept of of good and evil mm-hmm. and balance in the universe is is uh, personified in in Marvel comics. Is this literal bald dude? Who is a, a two-toned uh, humanoid-looking person called the In-Betweener? <laughs> like this is just one of the yeah. many <laughs> cosmic entities that they haven't they haven't gotten to. Yeah, we get we think you know we're getting led to believe here that Gamora took down Thanos on her own. So yeah, look at that. Yeah, pretty bad. Very good on you. I mean, speaking of names, I mean, in the last movie, we were you know we were or you know omnipotent. Whatever, that is that is ridiculous. That name, uh, 
Omnipotent City, you know, we had the, uh, the Living Tribunal. It's like, you know. The, the Living Tribunal is amazing. Yeah. The the judge. Of, just just uh, the names. The Cosmic Judge is, yeah, he's an awesome character. Three-headed uh, judge. Uh, but here's the problem in this scene is that Thanos already has the reality stuff. Yeah. So none of this shit happened. Yeah. Well. He has so what's the the reality stone is the ether yeah. from Thor the Dudaship planet. Yeah, where he can transform. Uh, you know, whenever I see it, I mean the collector's dead, man. So. <laughs> the way he waves, <laughs> he waves as he gets wiped away. More <laughs> uh, is like ah oh, shit. Yeah, I do like that the way that they sort of set up uh, the collector, mm-hmm. that character as, as a red herring, it seemed like he was going to be the guy trying to collect yeah. the infinity stones mm-hmm. where it, even in that post credit scene at the end of the second Thor, he says what two down four to go yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, Oh, he's going to be going after. Okay. That right there where he just turned Drax into a bunch of blocks that fell apart was a nod from the comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how he actually killed Drax ah. in, in the storyline. Uh, Mantis also, where she sort of turned into like um, Laffy Taffy. Yeah. That's how he killed Wolverine in the comics. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so little nods, little nods here and there. That's what I wanted to see from this movie. More of these creative death scenes like that, mm-hmm. you know? Because when you have when you're possessed of infinite power, you should also have infinite imagination for brutality. Yeah. And we don't really see it in this movie, other than in, in this scene, Peter, which I think is very good. Uh, Peter's having trouble uh, shooting his long-term booty call. Right, kill me if you must. It's like the people that are and... like getting bit by vampires. Just kill me before I yeah. turn. Right. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And look, we see he is he is willing to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm, they are milking this for everything. They it's are. Worth, this is they? this is kind of uh, dragging on a little bit to see here. <laughs> I, I do really love Zoe Saldana in this role, though. Oh, I do too. I mean, I'm I'm interested to see. I mean, she's attached to some of the biggest franchises. I mean, Star Trek. She she may come back in Pirates. There's a rumor. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're they're talking about a female uh, led Pirates with uh, Karen, her and Karen Gilliam actually. Oh, Karen Gilliam right. will play uh, Red, who is a character from the attraction actually. Interesting. Yeah, and then also you know. She, I, I, she is in the Avatar sequel, I believe, right? Oh, I'm the wrong person. Yeah, Tim's going to skip that. All right, that was a great, that was a legit great scene in this movie. I thought all the stuff with the reality Mm -hmm. stone, the, I, and and watching this at the time, I thought Drax and Mantis were really Mm -hmm. toast. I, I didn't think that was a temporary like illusion type thing. I was like, oh wow. now this movie is doing what I want it to. Well, I mean, that also 
kind of like confuse you because why wouldn't Thanos just kill them then, right then and there? Exactly. Great question. Mm-hmm. Great question. I mean, because you saw how he just disposed of Heimdall uh, and Loki so easily. There's no reason why, or if he's got this weird um, duality obsession with Half's thing, like why doesn't he slaughter half the team, yeah. which you kind of accomplish by getting rid of Drax and Mantis, and we're about to see what's going to happen with Gamora. Like, uh, you know, mission accomplished, sort of. And we have the late William Hurt here as Thaddeus Ross again. So, all right, do we think that uh, we're going to see a recasting situation for this character? I don't know if we're going to see a recasting. I think we're going to see a a new character or, or an established character take his his role uh-huh. in the Thunderbolts. Maybe, maybe, what did he have like a lieutenant or something in the comics that was like his like right hand? Um, not really. I guess you could do like a Like a, a Glenn Talbot, who was another military guy connected to the Hulk. I mean, we get, um, we get, maybe we get that younger version, and we get our Red Hulk. I mean, I really couldn't see William yeah. Hurt being the Red Hulk. I know, but I mean, he doesn't really have to. Yeah. Play. I mean, he doesn't even have to do the mocap. Yeah. Really, like maybe they go back to. Um, uh, Sam Elliott. Right, mm-hmm. who played him in the 2003 Hulk? Who I thought did a pretty good job. Yeah, there's an Ant Man in a Spider Man now. Bruce is getting all caught up. <laughs> I wonder if people would even notice. To be honest, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I like William Hurt. I'm, I'm not trying to shit on him or anything, but I think they might because Sam Elliott's got such that distinct voice. Yeah, that's Wade Garrett. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, we well see. We kind of don't know what Valentina is doing, right? Is she building the Thunderbolts or is she building the Dark Avengers? Right. Once we know what I know, what her yeah, yeah, her Emma, her goal is. <coughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> it's like it was like I was sneezing, and you were <laughs> where sneezes are contagious. <laughs> mm. Excuse me. Yeah, so once once we know what's what her real deal is, I know. And it's, I it's mean, because we have a few like teams possibly entering the fray because we have the Young Avengers, uh, you know, and lurking around too as well. So yeah, I don't know where they're going to go with what. And you know me, I, I'm all for team buildings. I want to mm-hmm. see, I want to see a, a, a Dark Avengers, which which basically. In the context of the MCU, means a a very great value government sponsored version of the Avengers, like just a shitty version of the Avengers, basically. Uh, are, they, are they the the uh, the MCU Suicide Squad, basically? 
That would be, I mean, yeah, yeah kind of, because um, the Thunderbolts have served that role in the comic. It's not how they started. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that, but they're wrong. Um, the Thunderbolts kind of evolved into the MCU version of the Suicide Squad, which in turn, they then became like the quote unquote official version of the Avengers mm-hmm. when Norman Osborn was running shield and okay. in charge of all that basically uh, for a brief period of time. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to see, I mean, me personally, I want to see a traditional version of the Thunderbolts, which is just simply villains pretending to be heroes <laughs> in order to, mm-hmm. uh, uh, get one over on the American public. And then, like, a, a, a gov- meanwhile, the government is establishing its own version of the Avengers alongside that. I would like to see both concepts. Because I like yeah. I like having multiple teams in play, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just had a brief stop in Wakanda to see what's going on with, with um, you know... The um, White Wolf. The white wolf, yeah. <laughs> we had a we had a little we had a Koye appearance as well. Uh, yeah. And T'Challa. I think also, you know what, I wanted to see Nate Milton talked about this on your Black Panther episode. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Marvel <clears throat> Marvel not knowing what kind of phenomenon Black Panther would be at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh coming off the, the heels of that into Infinity War, it's like you wanted to see more Wakanda, right? You wanted yeah. that to be like a, a real fixture of this movie, and and it's just not. I mean, it's there. It serves an important purpose, but I was like, no, I want more Wakanda in this. Like, yeah. do more Black Panther. <laughs> and we didn't yeah, really which, get which we're, which we're going to get soon. I think I think that's going to have the biggest impact of any movie on the future of the MCU that we've up to what we've seen in the last year or two. Uh-huh. I mean, I think Shang-Chi and Black Widow didn't really do much to, to move the whole narrative forward. It kind of filled in some gaps, but you know, you had Shang-Chi and Love and Thunder, you had, you know, Multiverse of Madness, you had uh, No Way Home, which were all different degrees of, of greatness. But I think Wakanda forever is really, or mediocrity, but yeah, yeah is really going to set um, some things in motion. I think, well, with the introduction introduction of Namor, and, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, Lord knows what else is going to happen in that movie. So, right. Plus, I Thor. think we'll we'll be getting some answers soon. Um, we've got San Diego Comic Con coming up, where yep. Marvel is supposed to have kind of a presence more so than they've had in, in recent years. I'm, I'm, I'm a little surprised because there's a D23 Expo this year as well. And I, yeah, from what they've been doing, they've been kind of reserving their their big reveals for their own cons. As well. Yeah. Well, some of this might be them doing a little bit of damage control because honestly, yeah. I think people are feeling like Marvel is really spinning their wheels and we need a real sense of direction. Uh, coming from, because we're not getting it from the movies and the shows themselves. Mm-hmm. So if nothing else, we'll settle for getting it from the studio and the studio head. Um, and I think they're starting to feel that. And they're not to say that they're in panic mode, but 
didn't they just have a creative retreat, some kind of writers yeah. conference or yeah. something where they were like going to hammer out the next however many phases yeah. of this? Yeah, they did whole thing. Which it seems no, like so, they would have done already, but whatever. And Ebony Maud dispatched rather easily. <laughs> he just got ejected out in the space, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, he gets ejected out, and he's an alien, and he's, like, frozen in space. Meanwhile, Doctor Strange is hanging out. The oxygen's getting sucked out of this thing, and these yeah. three humans... You would think Doctor Strange could just portal himself back into the, yeah. the spaceship. Like, come on. Yeah. He needs Spider-Man to rescue him. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. And the cape also uh, has a uh, yeah. The cape about. has a mind of its own. Why didn't the cape yeah, save it? Yeah. Come on. <clears throat> We're using our made-up <laughs> names. I see. <laughs> I think that is a good line. Well, and, and continuing to play on on the uh, the idea that his his last name actually is strange. They're not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a made up name. Tony's PTSD is coming back too in a big way. Yeah, well, a lot of this you got to figure is coming from uh, that uh, when when Scarlet Witch mucked with his head in Age of yeah. Ultron, and he and he saw everyone dead. So mm-hmm. it's all coming to pass now. Yeah, it's his biggest fear. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's the leader. Yeah, you know, he's the one that was ta- You know, he was the Kind of the first Avenger, so to speak. Not, you know, Cap is the first Avenger in terms of like, you know, chronological. But mm-hmm. Tony's actually the first one that we got introduced to. He's yeah. always it's always been Tony. Tony, it start it begins and ends with Tony. Right. <laughs> That's kind of like how I got my fraternity. Yeah, you're a brother. <laughs> <laughs> Very little fanfare, huh? Yeah. I kind of like had to look at Peter out. Yeah, really? I mean, okay. <laughs> hey, you know, I, I guess there's worse things. I, I rose through the ranks uh, due to attrition. It's like you join one semester, all of the officers who are graduating that next semester are gone. Uh, guess what? You're a vice president now. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was in an academic fraternity, though. So, I, okay. you know. Oh, different mine was story. Not an academic one for sure. <laughs> well, we, you know, <laughs> I guess I should say academic in theory. <laughs> yeah. Moore is not hungry. Mm-hmm. So where are we? This is, uh, like like a little like underground. This is, uh, is this on Titan, uh, where Thanos, uh, it kind of looks like the Batcave. I know, right? (laughs) Thanos definitely doesn't miss an arm day, I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he misses any day. Yeah. His legs are pretty, pretty stacked, too. (laughs) 
Okay, so now she is challenging some of his philosophy. So this this is yeah. good stuff here. So he's using that as a uh, an example of of uh, his. Do you think the idea came from where they had that? Is it, is it, it's China where they have like the limit, right? Where you can only yeah. have two children, yeah, two, no more, two kid no more. limit, no more. Yeah, I mean it's 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 such a I, I don't know. I, I think what they did was they sort of reverse engineered. Okay, what does Thanos actually do at the end of the day? He uses the Infinity Gauntlet to wipe out all of half of all life in the universe, right? That's at that's ultimately yeah. what he does. So we have to decide why does he do that? What do the comics tell us? The comics tell us that he did that in order to impress, again, the physical embodiment of the abstract concept of death, who he is in love with. We're not going to do that. <laughs> we're not going to. We're not going to go with that. So we must give him a different reason to wipe out half of all life in the universe. Therefore. Let's say he has a real hard on for overpopulation or something. Mm-hmm. So you see, it's just sort of it feels real flimsy. It just feels real flimsy to me. Okay. Yeah, they that. they put in the work. I know they try to they try to get you there, but it still is just it just feels dumb. It feels reverse engineered, is what it feels like. And now we get, we get, okay, this is where I had forgotten where uh, Nebula. Here's was, Nebula, and, yeah. Yeah, and, and kind of uh, in parts. Uh huh. Yeah. Nebula went to rough. business for herself and didn't. Uh, didn't uh, get the job done. Mm. Yeah. I feel like maybe maybe we could have used one of those um post credit scenes from, from Guardians two yeah. to either show Thanos like taking Nebula or or show his his attack on Xandar, something like that, just to sort of you know create more of a connection between that film and this one. Because there's, I mean, there's really no Thanos in that second Guardian. There's no Infinity Stone, anything in that second Guardians, which is weird. So he knows that they know where the soul stone is. He just, he just is not having it. 
it doesn't matter what he, what he needs to do. Nebula gets um, gets some pretty torturous treatment in the comics, also. Not like this, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Thanos does a number on her, and she you plays. Tell that that he likes Gamora better. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like I don't think he would have gotten the Soul Stone. Has he? You know, has he due to Nebula what he does to Gamora later? Right. Uh, I don't love this side quest either. Thor deciding he needs mm-hmm. another weapon. It's yeah. like, uh Thor goes on. This is not the first side quest Thor's gone on. It's not. You know, and Ultron, he goes into the pool and all that other jazz. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's been dead before. And your sister and your dad. Had uh, Odin been a better father, could you imagine Thor, Loki, and and, uh, Hela all on the same page? Right? Odin sucks, dude. Yeah, he's the worst father (laughs) I've ever seen. Yeah, Thor, Hela, and Loki could have handily solved this Thanos problem. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, if we watch What If, you could see how easily Ultron handles that. <laughs> well, yeah, and uh, T'Challa at that, who basically yeah. just talks him out of it, says, hey, your philosophy is stupid, much like I've been saying. <laughs> <laughs> just chill. This is dumb. <laughs> There's other ways to handle it. <laughs> So I, I don't know if that's a feature of, of what if or or a bug in this movie that it's really lampshading, but uh, I guess I appreciate it as someone who again doesn't love this movie from top to bottom. That's true. Thor having a heart to heart with a raccoon is uh, very MCU. <laughs> it's not something we ever thought we'd get, but we, uh, you know. We, we know what we want now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, here's a new eyeball. <laughs> Sweet rabbit. <laughs> Ugh, that's kind of gnarly there. I would have watched that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is another thing that they, um, I don't care that much, but they kind of just, all right, he gets he gets his eye gouged out in, in Thor <laughs> Ragnarok, right? And this movie just goes, eh, just, just, Put that away. Who cares? Like, just just give him a new eye. It's fine. <laughs> like, they just totally walk that back, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> like we don't we don't feel like dealing with eye patch Thor throughout this movie. Just just get rid of that. How do you spell this? Niv- Nidavellir. 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 is okay. Ugh. Is it now? Is this comics accurate with the, uh, uh, the uh, character? Uh, you know, I don't. This this gets a little deeper into Thor mythology than I've really mm-hmm. gone myself. Um, I. I, I think broadly it is, but it has nothing to do with uh, Infinity Gauntlet okay. or Thanos or anything. So, so the purpose of, the, of these of these are the these are like the uh, the metal workers, I guess. Are they, I guess. Yeah, so they yeah. built they built the uh, you know the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Peter Dinklage? Now, was this this character is an actual Peter uh, Dinklage as as a dwarf? giant elf is pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. And I don't think people were expecting that. Yeah. Yeah, they hadn't told us who he was playing. We just knew he was cast in the movie. And, and I, I wouldn't have guessed that he was going to be a giant uh, elf dwarf. Person. A giant elf, yep. Some people were probably thinking Pip the Troll, who... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I not, heard that. Yeah, and, they, and I think they actually came out and said, nope, that's not it. And... Uh, Eventually, we would <laughs> we'd have to wait until Eternals for a pip. Ah. So I guess I don't know. I, I guess I'm thinking that whoever you know survives Guardians three, maybe we get a movie with with those characters plus the few uh, Eternals that left the Earth. Yeah, well, plus oh, we have Adam Warlock coming in, too. And Pip and Adam Warlock, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a combination you can do something with. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Because, yeah, because we don't really know what's outside of, uh, I think, next year. We don't know what's coming next. Right. Not as of this recording, but uh, yeah. by the time people are listening to it, if you're listening to it in podcast form, maybe, maybe we've gotten some answers and we sound very yeah. foolish. Right. Just messed that guy up. Yeah. <laughs> I love Karen Gilliam too. I do too. And I love Nebula as a character. Mm-hmm. She is so pivotal. 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 Pivotable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> love it. Pivotable. I feel like I sound like Burt Reynolds in this one scene combo. Pivotable. Yeah. Where he says, when he's talking about Farrah Fawcett, he says, very lickable. Very likable. <laughs> and they, they kept it in the movie. <laughs> I mean, they just do such a great job with this character over the two Guardians, or the course of the two Guardians films that yeah. uh, mm-hmm. it's it's just great to see uh, yeah. to see her done some justice here. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Well, there's no wind in space. So you don't have to be that aerodynamic, uh, right? Yeah. 
I guess there are solar winds. That's the thing, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Unless On comics planets, unless comics made that up. Yeah. I gotta sneeze, excuse me. Now we're on Titan. Well, you know, they say any uh, landing that you could uh, walk away from is a good landing. <laughs> yes, my thoughts exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do not want another single pop culture reference out of you <laughs> this whole trip. Uh-oh. They see the ship, and they're immediately thinking yep. Thanos, of course. Mm-hmm. Gives us a classic, classic superhero misunderstanding fight. Mm-hmm. Now, has this happened in the comics with the Guardians and the Avengers? Uh, I'm sure it has, but not really in this context. Mm-hmm. The Guardians weren't really a thing until... I mean, yes, there there was a team called the Guardians of the Galaxy, but they they yeah. were not of any import whatsoever yeah. until the MCU did them. Ah. Very, very, very minor characters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the MCU took uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, a concept in a comic that sold an average of like 13,000 copies, which is pathetic. Um, Mm -hmm. It had been canceled multiple times over and turned them into a billion-dollar franchise. (laughs) Just goes to show, just because you can't make it in print doesn't mean you can't make it. Where are the Avengers, man? (laughs) (laughs) Talk about some envy there. Mm -hmm. It kind of reverses, too, as we go on the dynamic between Star-Lord and Thor, where Star-Lord is a ridiculous one, but Thor then actually becomes the more ridiculous one. Thor is ridiculous, but he plays it so straight that it's sort of yeah. like he, he he's just the natural straight man. Yeah. Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. <laughs> this is also a... <laughs> You know, issue you have? You well, no, not an issue I have. I was I was just anticipating the the exchange coming up where it, we'll we'll get to it. But um, I know that you, Andy, are a fan of um, uh, globe trotting in these movies. Yes, I do kind of love globe trotting. So movies. so, how do you feel about we we get? I mean, not just globe trotting, but planet trotting. I I am there for it. I love it in Star Wars. Okay, so you like that in Star? You like it in the MCU also? I take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you kind of get bored in the same location all the time. Yeah, I, I'm generally a fan of that 
also. Mm-hmm. Um, it adds, it, it, you know, it enhances the story and gives you other, you know, battles, scenery, you know, characters have to improvise. There's, you know, different <laughs> challenges. I'm sorry. It's just, it's fully shit. Yeah. <laughs> Tony is so done with he just told Peter another pop culture reference that I'm done with you mm-hmm. and these people he just met fucking Star-Lord talking about oh it's at least the best I think Star-Lord and, 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 and Spider-Man are on the same maturity level <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah here we go <laughs> <laughs> Tony is just like fuck all of you Because he, you know, he's usually Tony, the one. Tony's like, sh- like, de- like Sean dealing with Gertie. <laughs> yeah, about to say one more re- inside joke. One more ref- wrestling reference out of you. He uh, <laughs> can have to pee one more. time. He can have to pee one more time. Oh shit! Okay, here's the here's kind of an important scene. Fourteen million six hundred and five scenarios Doctor Strange has, has seen. And out of those they 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 win one. Now Andy, I would suggest that there were more than fourteen million six hundred and five scenarios. He just yeah. stopped. Once he finally got to, hey, yeah. here's one that we win. But there yeah. are, uh, as as the multiverse implies, infinite scenarios, truly. Yeah. So there's it's, probably it's more. A, it, 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 you have to go. It's pretty extreme that it's always the last place you look. It, yeah. Uh, it, well, it, duh, by definition, I'm going to find it. I'm going to keep looking. Yeah. <laughs> so I think people took that to mean there, there's only one scenario that they went. Well, no, it's just that he stopped looking after 14 and some odd million rolls of the dice. <laughs> but uh, when you're dealing with when you're dealing with infinites, uh, you have to figure there there's more than one deviation from the norm. So I, I'd be interested in seeing what those other scenarios may have looked like if if he had kept at it. But can't blame him for quitting. While he was ahead, so to speak. So here this we is are a great scene. with with a recast of it. A recast, yes, of a familiar foe here. This I marked out for this in the theater. This uh, was very yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. This is Ross Marquand, who is super, uh-huh. super talented. Uh-huh. I, I I do really like him on The Walking Dead. He's kind of a his character is kind of morphed into some of the other characters who are not around. Okay, anymore who are written out. But a uh, very extremely talented uh, impressionist. You, you get a uh, sense that never... uh, the Red Skull has seen a lot of shit <laughs> since the yeah. last time we saw this guy mm-hmm. uh, catching catching the warp whistle on the uh, the jet that was uh, flying out of control towards uh, the United States, and gosh, Captain America: The First Avenger from. Mm-hmm. Many, many, many moons ago. 
we don't know why he has this job now, but he does have this job, and uh, he doesn't seem to have much of a choice in the matter. He is the keeper. Yeah. He is the keeper of the uh, the Soul Stone, mm-hmm. sort of. Yeah. This is probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, not just for this cameo, but which really does help a lot, but, but for the, mm-hmm. I mean, what we're going to see between Thanos and, and Gamora here, um, it's, it's just good. It's just really, really good storytelling. It is the kind of storytelling I wish we'd gotten throughout the rest of this film. Yeah. I'm sorry. I keep throwing shade, <laughs> but it's okay. my feelings are what they are. You know, look, we can't all be marks all the time. So. <laughs> you know what? Let it not be. Let it not be said that I'm just a total mark for for Marvel shit and mm-hmm. have no objectivity. I well, believe me. As much as I love Disney and 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 Pixar and stuff like that, yep. I, I do. I do, when I do do pods, I try to call them out. Yeah. I mean, I I roasted the hyenas and Scar. Okay. Uh, in the, in the, my Lion King pod. Good for they you. They just totally shit the bed with their plans. Mm-hmm. Good Gamora. Because Thanos has just been told the rules of the game. You must sacrifice mm-hmm. something. And she's mm-hmm. telling him, you can't sacrifice anything because you don't love anything. You love nothing. Mm-hmm. So she thinks she has nothing to fear. Yeah. She thinks that his disappointment is over the fact that he's realizing he can't win. When in Mm -hmm. fact, his disappointment is the realization that, oh, I have exactly what I need to win. Mm -hmm. I brought the right daughter here. (laughs) She's thinking, even if you do throw me off the edge of that cliff, it won't matter because you don't love me. Yeah. Oh, the pathos. Uh, tortured soul. The, the the dramatic irony. She mm-hmm. doesn't know what we know. Mm-hmm. We know that Thanos does love Gamora. Yeah. And as she realizes it herself, tries to put an end mm-hmm. to her own life, and he won't allow it. No. Mm. Yeah. The part of Sophie will be played by Thanos. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, this such is, a such a choice, right? Yeah, this is a kind of a heartbreaking scene. Yep. I mean, I this works. This it. this really works yeah. on all levels for me. Yeah, and it's a death that sticks. Sort to of. a degree. Yeah, to, <laughs> again, to a degree. Again, we get a little cute with this one too. Yeah. Well, we don't know yet. We we haven't seen yeah. Guardians three, so we'll. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of have a feeling James Gunn is going to be like, "Eh, Gamora's just back. It's fine." But um, yeah. I I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that. Yeah. Wow. 
that that's the scene of the movie right there, folks. I just yeah. <clears throat> oh, and, and do you remember Andy? All of the um, it's a gorgeous eclipse here. Uh, it is. All the speculation around, you know, there, there's the one stone going going into this movie. I mean, the one stone that we haven't seen yet is the soul mm-hmm. stone. So, yeah. where is the soul stone, right? Mm-hmm. And nobody would have guessed Vormir, this random planet that, <laughs> that yeah. no one had ever heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people were thinking, well, it's probably on Wakanda. Maybe maybe that has yeah. something to do with the meteorite and the, and the heart shape, uh, the, yeah, the heart shape right. uh, 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 herb, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's uh, maybe that's what's giving the the herb its its special properties, its special powers. Is you also know, the fact the that he stone. visited his father on the uh, the plane, uh, right? It, on on the ancestral plane, which is a very yeah. a very soul stone type concept. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that was sort of, I I feel like, leading the odds. But no, Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, Wakanda is going to be important to the movie, but it's it's not the host of of the Soul Stone. Um, So, yeah, uh, that was was cool to preserve an air of mystery around Mm -hmm. that sixth uh, Infinity Gem. I mean, Infinity Stone, Mm -hmm. as this movie calls it. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. How you doing? Mm-hmm. It's been a, a great watch so far, I can tell you that much. It's the word it's of Black, word of Black we, 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 we talked about it a little bit earlier. My yeah. opinion is that uh, it's going to move events forward in MCU more than anything else I think we've seen so far. In ways that we haven't gotten so far yeah. in, in Phase mm-hmm. 4. Yeah. We got a uh, Sherry, the t-shirt, right? That little. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you did your best. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, she's up there with the uh, brilliant minds in 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 the MCU. I love that line. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! I'm sorry. Um. Yeah. yeah so, well, so second Black Panther. Uh, uh, Black, Black Panther 2. What's it actually called? Um, Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever, excuse me. Um, we're getting Namor. Namor, we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard maybe Dr. Doom. I don't think I would bet on that one. I don't think I'm betting yeah. on a Dr. Doom appearance just yet. But give me a, a Storm first appearance. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Again, I'm not saying it has to happen, but I'm saying it, mm-hmm. it very well could. Dude. <laughs> it, mean, it would be a it would be a believable introduction. Made, like if you made Storm like the first actual card carrying member of the X-Men that we saw, I think that would be very fitting. I just think that'd be very fitting. Yeah, the shield is pretty awesome. Why? Great question, Mark. You know, I've I've been nitpicking this movie quite a bit throughout this uh, this live watch. Um, 
perhaps being a bit of an ass about it, but I don't know. Uh, suffice to say, I, I didn't love this movie the first time around. I still have pretty big problems with it, but it is what it is. Yeah, that that would be one of my criticisms as well. Get that man a shield. That was one of the big lines that in the trailer. Yes. Just sloppy. I, I absolutely am with you, Mark. Sloppy writing, mm-hmm. in in ways yeah. that other that previous films were not sloppy. We're very careful about. Yeah, and this whole thing with Thor, with his side quest is... Yeah. Stormbreaker is an awesome weapon. Don't get me wrong. It is. Mm-hmm. And he uses it to great effect here. I just... Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it, it's it's a, it's a bit of a detour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, yeah, so he's... Uh, Having to restart the the forge, as Eitri, yeah. the giant elf, explained, mm-hmm. which could be a problem because uh, he might die in the process. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I die. Rocket's eyes got so big right there, <laughs> and you always forget that you know you 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 forget that that's Bradley Cooper. I know. You know, quite quite often. Mm-hmm. You know, and he gives the he gives Rocket such his such personality. And I like Rocket and Thor as BFS. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and they give us that fake out in the trailer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, Hulk fans were very as as yeah. much as I've bitched about this movie. Hulk fans, which there there are some real diehard Hulk people out there, hated this movie. <laughs> kind of hated Endgame too. <laughs> yeah, which you know, uh, I'm not a huge Hulk fan, so but but I get it, like. I know what it is to have your favorite character get stuck on, basically. Yeah. Amazing that, you know, still almost an hour to go in the movie and we're, we're setting up for the final this, battle. Ah, this, I mean, yeah. Now, he's going to have a bigger role, I'm being told. Yes, as he, should. As, as, yeah. as he should. As he should. M'Baku. Among my problems with this film, I would not I would not say that one of them is the pacing. I, I think this is a very well paced film. Um just in terms of like you don't you don't really feel this run runtime so much as it's it's yeah. a as a two hours and thirty some odd minutes and I mean it, it does not really feel like to me we've been watching this for over an hour and a half already. No, nah, it doesn't. And the fact that we have, like, almost an hour to go is like, what? Mm -hmm. It feels like we're at the end, you know? Yeah. So, 
that's not something I would I would hold against it. You kind of see the look on uh, some of their faces, like, uh-huh. like I think they got like a little unsure of themselves for the first time. Koye and then um, so, yeah, yeah. Ugh, these things. Gotta have some cannon fodder. Gotta yeah. have some cannon fodder, which I'm all for this. Mm-hmm. An yeah, enhancement talent. Enhancement yeah, talent, enhance- if you will. <laughs> oh, it's just oh, getting sliced in half yeah. through that force shield. Oh, just the bodies. <laughs> cool creatures, too. Yeah. Looks like about maybe 5% are getting through right now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy to mop up. Yeah, easy to handle. And here's War Machine. Yeah, I was just about to say, where's Rody? Yeah, there you go. I mean, right along, basically just right along that perimeter. Yeah, very smart. I'm a low-key roadie fan. Um, mm-hmm. And I hope that we get to see a lot more of him in uh, Armor, yeah. Armor Wars. Yeah. Yeah, this is why they raised the shield, because they got to keep the fight in front of them. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, all their forces are kind of, uh, you know, they didn't spread out enough. Well, <laughs> you know what I would say? Much as uh, Okoye will say much later in the film, mm-hmm. in reference to Wanda, why was she yeah. up there the whole time? Yeah. Wanda could take care of all this shit. Yeah, she could. And one fell swoop. Mm-hmm. Get her the fuck out here now. Yeah. And it's a foot race. <laughs> right. So I mean what do you the think, real what do you reason think of Steve with these shields. Why do we open the aperture? The real reason is because we need to have this hand to hand combat scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what the movie requires. As if you don't have enough forces to fortify the entire perimeter. I feel like you do. This is Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Hurry up, Shuri. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, Steve and Natasha, I hate to say it, don't really need to be in this movie. That's true. I mean... It's nice to have them, but mm-hmm. are they integral to this story? No. Well, yeah, but Natasha's so integral to Endgame. Yeah. That 
we end need game, to see sure. her. End game for sure. But we but but we don't she doesn't earn that unless she's here. I don't know. I mean it just feels like they're kind of shoehorned in, I guess. It's, yeah. Yeah, we, we definitely needed both of them for Endgame, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's hard to get them to that place without including yeah. them in this movie, but it's sort of like yeah. we'll, we'll still – this as as a film in and of itself, why, why are they here? What are they really contributing? Yeah. And it's just eh. – He restarted the forge. Mm-hmm. I understand Groot is like hooked up to Defender. I've played Defender a ton of times. Not that interesting a game. <laughs> really? No, you're flying a ship. You're going. You can go in two directions to to pew pew some stuff. That's about it. It doesn't seem like it would hold Groot's interest. I mean, he does that. Every day. Well, I mean, in terms of the era when the game was really, sure, maybe. Okay. I mean, it's not Zaxxon, for crying out loud. Mm. Groot finally decides to get off his ass. Yeah. Fucking lazy Zoomer. Piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, this is a cool scene. I like this. Yeah. Chops his own arm off. They're just coming from everywhere. These. (laughs) Oh. Cole, Cole sitting gets a good shot in there. Ah, maybe. Cap is like, what am I up against? Yeah, they're starting to uh, get a little overwhelmed here. This is where it might be useful to Hulk out. Yeah. I think they could have played that card here, gotten away with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... We get the timely intervention of yeah. Thor. The run in here. Yep. Another. This was another big pop in the crowd. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Guys are so screwed now. <laughs> Thor's not messing around. Right. Fuck all y'all. Yeah. He's basically here to, you know, chew ball and kick ass. I I do love that this movie puts over just how powerful Thor is. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, we have a a Thanos who is five infinity 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 stones strong (laughs) here. And Thor with a new toy, basically. Yeah. The mall. The mall. 
And we're about to see uh, Peter do one of the biggest, oh, Peter Pilgrim, man. biggest bonehead move in the history biggest of the MCU. Boner of the MCU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He loves playing with all the stones. He loves playing with that reality. Oh, stone look at that! Yeah, mm-hmm. reality stone seems to be his uh, his favorite trinket. Yeah, his favorite child. Why wouldn't it be, I guess, when it comes down to uh, sure. brass tacks? Mm-hmm. Good use of, out of that screen wipe effect with the uh, yeah. reality stone. A grateful Discovery. universe. Mm-hmm. This is got a retirement plan, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> more than a lot of us can say. Okay, more creativity here. Turns the the remnants of the building into a bunch of bats. Yeah. Yeah. We got the the group attack here. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is another very cool scene. Yeah. Until it isn't. (laughs) Until Peter's emotions get the best of him. And we get the the cloak again. Right. <laughs> oh. Peter getting choke slammed. It's kind of crazy that, that a Spider Man this young and in, inexperienced in, in is having this like space adventure, this off world yeah. space adventure to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't hate it, but it, it's just kind of yeah. crazy. Ooh. Turns him with a lariat. Yeah. Nebula enters the fray. Yeah. I feel like something like that happens in the the latest uh, Thor in the in the mid-credit scene. Oh, okay. I, I literally thought I was watching Super Smash Brothers for a while. Oh more. god. I uh mixed reactions at all. I, I'm gonna try to see it this weekend. Huh? It's I I like it. I I mean I think Ragnarok's still better, but I, I liked it. I've heard everything yeah. from it's it's great to it's one of the worst films ever. Yeah, to people <laughs> very you know, divisive. Ruin Thor the character. So so we're I've gonna see. I just I, I really don't know where I'm gonna land. I've got a whopper on the line. <laughs> 
So this is where they're they're actually smart, where they're using yeah, their abilities. This, this makes correctly. sense. Yeah. Yeah. And look, Mantis, uh, I'm just getting one over here mm. on Thanos. Mm. Oh, no, now Quill's going to go and F everything up. <laughs> oh, this stupid son of a bitch. Cut his arm off. Just do it. Yeah. Come on, Tony. Use use your fucking nanotech. Slice yeah. his hand off. Maybe Nebula could have saved that information for after. Yeah. After like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. He's in pain. Maybe he stubbed his toe. I don't know. Yeah. We don't have time right now. Yeah. Oh, God. This stupid son of a bitch. Well, you idiot. Uh-oh. It was so close. I know. So close. Oof. Very true to Quill's character. Yeah, it is. As a butt munch. Mm-hmm. Oh. And now he's going to throw the moon at them. Yeah. <laughs> Does this happen in the comics? He throws, like, literally a, a, a planet at somebody? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember some of the specifics. I mean... After he wipes the floor with all the remaining heroes, he then he then turns his attention to all of the um, again uh, physical manifestations of abstract concepts of the universe. Uh-huh. Um, I wish there was a, a cleaner way to describe that, but there's not. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Hey, you can't do this," and he's like, mm-hmm. "The fuck I can!" and starts killing all of, <laughs> all of them. That's, until, a, that's a cool yeah mm-hmm. and, and I think we get down to like the living tribunal who's like hey I'm the supreme court of the universe and I'm telling you you can't do this and he's like yeah I actually can oh boy and uh, I won't spoil the rest of that story yeah. um, for, for people who might want to read the comics <laughs> you've copied my beer yeah uh, Uh oh. All right, Wanda. Creep up a little bit. Oof. Jesus. Now we got what are these things called? What the hell? Like just giant killer. 
evil tires. Or there ain't going to be much of a Wakanda left after this. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Wanda enters the fray. About fucking time. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> the line of the movie coming up right here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just there this whole time. Though they do seize on this advantage. They they were. Yeah. They were holding back on even trying to fuck with Vision while yeah. Wanda was up there. Yeah. I mean, sure, he puts up a good fight, but come on. Yeah. It bothers me that Vision does not put up a good fight. But we'll, we'll see that. We'll get there. We got our first of a sisters are doing it for themselves. Okay. Uh, scenes. Vision just eating mm-hmm. shit in the scene. Oh, God. Oh, he's getting his rematch <laughs> with Call of City. And... Still teasing, teasing that the Hulk is going to show up here. And I guess it was just asking too much. Yeah. And the Hulk fans are the Hulk fans are now throwing things at the screen. Losing their mind here. <laughs> Again, I don't blame them. Yeah. I guess in a way it is very disciplined. Not not to just give in to the fan service and, and have Hulk save the day, but I still think you could have gotten away with it. See, I think my big problem is with the children of Thanos in this movie is they all get dispatched fairly uneventfully. Uh-huh. I guess. Like every more gets tossed out the ship. He gets yeah. thrown out to space. I mean, she gets run over. I mean, come on. <laughs> she gets run over. Yeah. When it seems I, like yeah. they've been, yeah, they've been set up as such a big deal. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, these are like the... You know, Vision the should have just fast. nuked this guy's fucking head. Yeah. Like, again, this yeah. is the guy who wiped his ass with Ultron. Why is mm-hmm. he such a pussy in this movie? Yep. How how long does it take him to recover from, from a flesh wound, essentially? Like, come yeah. on. Vision should have, like, been a, a game changer once he entered Oof. the battle, just like Wanda was. Yeah. Just like Thor was. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. You you can have all these uber-powerful characters. That just, mm-hmm. it would go a lot further to selling you on how powerful Thanos uh, emissaries are. 
you know? Uh, Vision takes takes out Corvus Glaive. Finally. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that the, there are these, you know, cosmic beings that are supposed to be really powerful yeah. and have all these abilities, and yet they kind of get bitched out. Yeah, well, yeah, and well, so do our heroes, really. Yeah, like, yeah. Ha- have the heroes be as powerful as they are, and you know what? Have the Thanos, the children of Thanos, whatever, be as powerful as they are. Like, just have it be that kind of showdown yeah. between the the gods, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what this feels like yeah. with with Doctor mm-hmm. Strange and Thanos, and yeah. Iron Man. Yeah, they're holding their own, and then, you know. Yep. Until he just says, peace out, and, you know, he gets the the final stone. Okay, this is is more of the Doctor Strange stuff that I like. Just very weird, but very cool. He almost knocked him out of his, uh, you know, out of his uh, body there. Right. Like, give me the real, the real deal. Iron Man kicking people is always very funny to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very un-Iron Man thing to do, but mm-hmm. I don't know how it pops me. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, mm-hmm. he draws blood. Mm-hmm. Oh, getting tossed around like a rag doll. Right. Oh. Oh, yeah. I, I, you know what? I bit on this in the theater. Mm -hmm. I, I thought that they really did kill Tony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at the positives. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I kind of bit too. Yep, I really did. Because, like you know, that. it was a big guessing game because everybody's like, who's going to die? Right. So it was more, more so for Endgame, but for this one, we, we did have some uh, some ideas. Right.
Doctor Strange has got to, yeah, got to do what he's got to do. Because I mean, you know, one life is not worth billions. I figured there had to be some kind of a plan going on. Yeah. Strange had to have some kind of ulterior motive or or trick up his sleeve here. Yeah. Like I know where that is. Well, Peter, you done messed up. Yeah, because of you. <laughs> yeah, you lost, you fucking douchebag. That's right. Well, I guess Doctor Strange looks like the bigger yeah. douchebag right yeah. now. No, he was just. And he said. He says that <laughs> they told us the Russos did say that it was yeah. the title for the next part was going to come from a line in the movie. Yeah, he says we're in the end game now. There you go. <laughs> Thor is still kicking ass. So, so he he must have seen that. Uh, <laughs> Peter Quill messed up um, however many million yeah. and <laughs> however many million times. How, 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 yeah, how, how many of those scenarios does Quill fuck up? Yeah. <laughs> All of yeah. them. Wow. That's pretty telling. Yeah. Oh, the big guy is showing up. The big guy himself. Because all of his lieutenants are gone now, so he's got to do it himself. Uh-huh. Pitiful cap shield. Yeah. <laughs> Not a fan of it. Sucks. No, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, this puts him into. Again, though, why is he not just killing them? Yeah, it would be. It would make his life much <laughs> easier. And why is the vision? Not even actively trying to fight for his own yeah. life. Come on. Well, I th- he sucks. He sucks so much in this movie, and it makes me so angry. <laughs> I'm kind of a vision boy. Yeah. He becomes a Deus Ex Machina in this movie. I mean, at least have him put up some kind of a fight before it's. I think he's hey he, suicide by cop. I mean, I know, I know he's like a better term, a robot. But I mean, you know, is he a in a weakened state where he can't? 
Yeah. He should not be this week. Yeah. He just shouldn't. Okay. And I say that, honestly, Vision, as he was introduced in, in the MCU, far more powerful than he's ever been portrayed in the okay. comics. I mean, by multitudes. But I'm just saying, you want to stay consistent with, with who the character is as he was established in, in this series of films. He's such a lightweight here. Yeah. And it's bullshit. And nobody's even hardly laying a finger on Thanos here out of this team. Well, he's also got, you know, five right. stones now. So it's not exactly a fair fight. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I get this. Like, yeah, Thanos ought to be wiping the floor with these guys. I mean, I mean, these guys. But you're, I mean, to have your two most powerful characters mm-hmm. um, occupied with, you know, what they're doing, a, a, a you know, that's sacrifice for the greater good, I guess, is feels a little unearned at this point. I mean, if this team is on the ship when Thanos, you know, gets the the first Infinity Stone, you know, do they stop him? I think so. Right. I mean he's powerful, but you know And Wanda is still as powerful as all get out. She's she's holding off Thanos with one hand and destroying an infinity stone with the yeah. other like she's that i mean we're, we're consistent with how wanda's been established mm-hmm. but it's just it's one of those little things that mm-hmm. bothers me way too much now we have a, a mom so she did the deed yeah. and uh now we're, we're really gonna fuck her mm-hmm. up by doing what we do here You don't understand shit, Thanos. How dare you compare pity pity parties? (laughs) Yes, exactly. I just happen to have a time stone. So, you know. See if I know how to use it. Got that, that, you know, that reality uh dvr here i could just go back god this was another moment in the theater where people are just like like, what what wait 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 what ready to riot (laughs) there's a lot of those moments especially like you know leaving the theater too she kills the love of her life only for it to amount to nothing and watch him be killed all over yeah. again. Yeah, I'd probably go nuts <laughs> too. Yeah. Do you think did going in, did you think he was gonna get all <sighs> the stones by the end of the movie? Oh fully. Yeah. yeah. I, I figured he had to in order for it to amount to anything. Yeah, for a moment we forget Thor's there. Yeah, where, Thor, where were you this whole time? 
Stop touring with him and just do it. Mm -hmm. I swear. What? So Thor effed up too. Thor fucked. And he does it. Well, what happens next? Uh, <clears throat> and so we're about to get into my final grievance with the film. Okay. But <laughs> let it breathe for a minute. Yeah. The appearance of a uh, little Gamora here. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think you're damn right I did it. Everything. What did it cost? Big purple asshole. I mean, the theater I'm in is in almost stunned silence right now. Because uh-huh. everybody's like, what, what's going to happen next? Because we didn't know how it was going to appear on camera, with what's, what's to come. Right. And, and, and the gasps that occur, like, as characters are dusted, you know, first, first we get you know, uh, Bucky, you know, and I, I love that all of our, all of our named characters, we get, we see them go. We don't just know, we heard that they go. The ones in this uh-huh. movie, of course, though, we figure out later on who, you know, may have been Dustin, who didn't. I guess my, so my grievance is that there's the question of who stays and who goes, but the way that they do it is just so mm-hmm. and i and i get that this is the point really mm-hmm. it, it's just so unceremonious yeah. the way they just turn to dust and float away yeah. it's like and they kind of the first few like there's a real weight mm-hmm. to it but i think as they keep hitting that button over and over and over it's kind of like when uh <laughs> When you're watching a great wrestling match, and uh, why do we fall into this? Yeah. But um, it's when you're watching a great wrestling match, and they just start spamming their finishers over and over mm-hmm. to no real effect. <laughs> like it's it's you know they've gotten they've gotten the idea across, they've gotten the point across yeah. of, of what's been done, and they're just showing you the same mm-hmm. thing visually. They're just hitting that same button over and over and over. In each one, I, I would argue, dramatically loses weight yeah. as it progresses. And I don't know. It just kind of serves to, to further emphasize that none of this is going to stick. Like, clearly, 
we're not killing this many yeah. major characters. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna hit the reset button and bring all these guys back somehow. And it just kind of it gives it away, yeah. I feel like, mm-hmm. in, in ways that it's it's hard to just suspend your disbelief and and go along with. Besides, Doctor Strange gets that lineup. Uh-huh. People say that uh, P- Peter's "I don't feel so good" is is having to do with that. He, I guess, his spider senses knows what's happening before he actually does. Yeah, that that I can I can yeah. kind of buy. And this is the this is the one I think that people like. Some people start shedding tears of of watching Peter go through his dusting. I thought this was. Emotionally yeah. ma- manipulative bullshit. It was. <laughs> I'm on record as saying. Did that. you did you start figuring out though, like with the exception of a couple of characters, that the OGs are the ones that are left? I don't know. I think they did a good enough job that it didn't actually register until yeah. I was out of the theater. Yeah. It was one of those like on the way home. I was like, you're doing the head count. Oh yeah, it's it's like oh yeah, you do the head count. And you're like it's all the yeah, it's it's all the original Avengers. They're still left, with the exception yeah. of uh, you know Okoye, and yeah, uh, it's like and um, uh, what's it called and and Rocket and Nebula. That, that every, other than that, everybody is from the. Uh, I mean, all the Guardians basically. Yeah, you're right. Except, other than Rocket and Gamora, and uh, Nebula, Nebula, yeah. Yeah, and then everybody Which, else introduced post. Uh, Avengers, really. Uh-huh. I think I was thinking that Rhodey got it yeah. and didn't realize until maybe on first rewatch that, that he was still in there. Yeah. I know, it was a big, like, you know, because, again, no Disney+, Plus, so we had to wait a little bit for the... Yeah, we did have to <clears throat> wait a minute, yeah. I think the first time I rewatched this was on Netflix, of all things. Yeah. Yeah, but this is like stunned silence in the theater right now. Like you yeah. hear, you know, some sobbing a little bit. Like literally, I, I'm I'm at this movie. I have my two kids with me, so this is 2018. So so Jessica is uh, 16, Dylan's 11, Ellen is there with her son who's 11, who had just gotten into the MCU. Like you know, okay. I had Ellen. I had been dating about a year. And I finally convinced him to watch Ant Man, and he, uh, he, but he was like, like he couldn't pro, he had tro- like he, like processing this was like really difficult because like oh my god I just went on this journey, and now what happened like what's gonna what's supposed to happen next and like literally stunned stunned, so we get you know Thanos you know going in uh you know, looking on and watching the sunset here. And we got a, we got, and this is where, you know, what? And, and to follow up on your comment, this is where I, I read a, readily admit that I've, mm-hmm. this is my realization. I've just read too many comics Yeah, <laughs> because I was like, my feelings coming out of this movie, it was just such a, you know, very, very emotional without, mm-hmm. um, having a real sense of why I was bothered so much by this. And it, it took a while before I could kind of organize my thoughts. And it, what it came down to, I was like, oh, these really, truly, at the end of the day, are, are movies for children. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of not meant to withstand the types of criticism that I'm really holding them up to. Yeah. 
And I could only imagine myself as that 11-year-old kid who's never experienced anything like this, who's just watched movie after movie of, of heroes yeah. uh, succeeding against impossible odds, actually losing, mm-hmm. which is what this movie is. It's, it's a movie where the heroes lose. Yeah. And it, it tells a complete story from the perspective of Thanos, who we think of as the villain. Yes, he is, but he's also the protagonist of this film. Very much, yeah. So it is a complete hero's journey. <laughs> it's a very perverse hero's journey, but it is a complete hero's journey for the character of Thanos. For a child, you can't really comprehend that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's nothing that you've ever been exposed yeah. to. For me, who's read 6,500 million billion <laughs> comics, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, they, they did the Infinity Gauntlet thing, and the next movie they just bring them all back. I get it. Like, it's a very, I don't I don't want to say cynical, but it's empty feeling of, oh, I see what they, they've done here, where you can kind of, you've been around the block enough times that you can see and feel the gears turning, you know? And they dusted away. And that's why I, that's why I realized this isn't hitting, this isn't hitting me like it is the, I say a movie for children, but really a movie for, for casual audiences, yeah. right? For, for the, for the, Again, for the quote unquote, I've never, normal I've never seen something like this for, yeah. And I'm not trying to be like, Oh, been there, done that. But I mean, that's sort of the sense that I got. Cause I'm, I'm you know, I, I, I have seen this story yeah. done. A million it, it's, times it's, over, and I do kind of already know how it ends, it's, so it just doesn't hit it, with the same. It's impact. more for the people who are unfamiliar with the source material. It really is. Yeah. It it really is. It's it's not so much for mm-hmm. people like me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was yeah exactly. And and I had a hard time, and I had a hard time dealing with mm-hmm. that because so <laughs> so many of these movies were for people like me mm-hmm. before this. Yeah. One, before this one, it was like, oh, this is a movie. It feels like by the fans for the fans kind of thing, and it's like no, they were they were always for casual audiences. Mm-hmm. It was just they they still remained faithful and and true to you know the experience of of a diehard comics reader and true to the characters and who they yeah. are and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. This is where I think that split really becomes apparent. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't love the first Transformers movie. I, I like it. I, I do like it. But, and I have no frame of reference about that, so this but, is probably a good example. But I, I grew up on the Transformers cartoon, and I walked out of that first movie like talking like comic book guy. Okay, first of all, uh, <laughs> yeah. the Decepticons in the beginning were all, you know, ships, like jets and planes, and the, the Autobots were all cars. You know, Devastator was not one robot. It was the six Destructicons. And then when they brought Devastator <laughs> in in the second movie, and they totally fucked it up, I was like, I was pissed at that. But yeah, I mean, same, and you know, same thing with Disney movies and cartoons. Like, you know, I'm good, an adult or somebody older is going to spot these plot holes and these 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 errors and these things. Yeah. These kids are not, and and I don't want to no. take away from their no. enjoyment. I you know, with my kids, I, I don't you, either. Yeah, you, know, you sit there and you have to really, you know, keep, you know, keep it to yourself for the most part. You you, you've got to sort of. Hit the mental yeah. re- refresh button and and like and like I don't know clear out your own yeah preconceived notion cachet 
of baggage, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where it comes to this stuff. Yeah. And uh, I, I had a hard time doing that for a while. And I, I do think, I will say that I, I think that a lot of my criticisms are not grounded in, oh, well, it's not like the comics, so it sucks. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that I've, you know, there is some legitimacy to a lot of the the points that I've brought out, I hope, mm-hmm. throughout this show. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't want to, at the same time, I don't want to detract from anyone's, if you love this movie, great. I'm not calling you an idiot. I'm not saying that you don't see things the way I do, therefore, you know, you're inferior in some way or you're not watching the movie in the right way. It's, you know, that's not what I'm trying to say at all. I just... Mm-hmm. I have a very different perspective on it, I think, than most people. Yeah. No, and, and Paul makes some good points that, you know, it appeals to a lot, yeah. on a lot of layers, you know, because it is, yeah, a good story. It brings people into the deeper comics lore. And, and then, you know, those comic people can can mark out for the yeah. deeper cuts. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. we did it. Yeah. We, uh, we have we have gotten through, well, half. <laughs> I guess half of of this. Yeah, and we have infinite. We have two saga. I have two movies to get through to a week till we get to Endgame. I we have uh, Ant Man and Wasp, and we have okay. Captain Marvel. So I don't know who will be watching those with me uh, at this point. So planning to do Ant Man. You do not have your guests. Lined no, up I do not have my guests lined up. Ant Man Wasp will be hopefully be two weeks from tonight. So that means that will be the 27th. And then, uh, I don't think I'll be able to, I think I'll probably take a week off cause I will be on vacation. I think in that week, next week in August. So that means Tim, you and I probably end of August. will be watching Endgame. Okay. I will, uh, keep that yeah. in mind. It's, it's crazy to think. I mean, Captain Marvel is is a flashback, is a period piece flashback at that. But uh, Ant Man and Wasp, to think that the events of that movie are happening at the same time as this one, yeah, approximately, is is pretty funny. So, I'm also I will I will look forward to hopefully at least joining you for a run in yeah. on that. Yeah, one, uh, with whoever your guest mm-hmm. is. Uh, and then uh, my Pixar watch will be every other week on the alternating weeks from the right now it's the MCU. Uh, once I get all caught up with MCU, I'm going to be doing Star Wars. So, okay. Um, but the Pixar is you know going in chronological order of the features, but I'm going to start doing some shorts um, be, before those. So the the one or two shorts will be from nine to about nine ten nine fifteen, and then the uh, feature proper will be at nine fifteen. So that means. If you're watching this between now and a week from now, it'll be a Bug's Life, which is um, uh, low low on the list for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do like it. Uh, it's not a mo- not a Pixar movie that I revisit often, but uh, I didn't that didn't that come out the same year as Ants? Yes, which. Was that was that the weird Woody Allen? Yeah, Ants was the Woody movie. Allen, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, oh I want to say Sharon Stone did a voice in that one as well. Yeah, it had like some pretty prominent. Yeah, it did, people. but it was just the story with that was when uh, there was a lot of um, animated movies were coming out. Like, yet all these other uh, 
so cheap plug. They uh, they felt very safe. Yeah. Those two back to back. If that. if you uh, join the place to be Facebook group, we are actually doing a greatest animated movie of all time tournament. We're in the play in round still. That's right. Uh, but yeah, there was movies like The Ant Bully had come out uh, also within uh, I don't know how many years of that one. It came out. There's another one. Yeah, they were they were throwing all the Ant Bully. I forgot about. That. Yeah, Ant Bully. There were there are those some hidden gems in in those years. <laughs> I gotta tell you. I mean, I let me. I gotta look it up because. I would love to do Hoodwinked on here. Hoodwinked, Hoodwinked. is a, is such a... I don't even know what that is. You don't know what that is? Uh, to, I don't think I know to what them, that I'm is. Gonna, I'm going to find the trailer on the YouTube. I'm going to send it to you. It is so good. Uh, let me put it this way. Are you... Is, it's, um, it's not on anything. Uh, it's not streaming anywhere right now. Okay, here's our here's our post credits uh, scene. Yep. Nick Fury finally making his appearance in this film. Maria Hill. Everyone's getting dusted yep. in the street. Mm-hmm. As we see the uh, the remnants of uh, of dust. Yeah. No it's interesting, there. though, like how the order of people dusting, like everybody didn't dust exactly the same moment. It didn't happen exactly the same yeah. time, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know. Mm-hmm. Dramatic effect. Yeah. And there goes Maria. That's something, ooh, I didn't really need to disintegrate at the same time. That's something I will not bitch yeah. about. It's like, I get it, mm-hmm. whatever, fine. Nick's like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, Nick. He's like, "Am I about? Am I about to get yeah. it? Do I? Oh, I don't feel so well either. Yeah. Let me send this page. Yeah. At least. yeah, at least thank God Nick got dusted second between him and Maria. Right? Wouldn't have be able to yep. grab that page. Yep. Or... Imagine if he couldn't press the button. Time. So we're sitting there. Was was Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel had to have been announced by now, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People knew this. One. I did. I was sitting there. I think. I think my daughter turns to me and goes, "Dad, it's Captain Marvel." I said okay. I'm like, all right. So she knew. She knew. She, yeah, she, she was. She was really stuff. getting into it. I love how they say Thanos will return. Thanos will see. Mm-hmm. That's how you know Thanos is the protagonist of this yeah. movie. It says Thanos will mm-hmm. return. Mm-hmm. Fight me, you know. Yeah. No, no, that was that was. So how old was how old was your daughter when when you saw this? Uh, she was 16. Okay, so she would have been well immersed mm-hmm. in. All the MCU stuff and the news. And oh yeah, following big, all big, the announcements. Big time. She was already immersed in. in yeah, in, yeah. Mm-hmm. So was was she into it from the jump? Like, are we talking Iron Man? Does it go no. back that? No, because she was Iron only Man? six when Iron Man came out. I okay. I forget when I introduced her to it. I mean, Dylan was two when Iron Man came out. So yeah, uh, yeah. I'm trying to remember when I first. I think I think Captain America was actually her first one. Uh, first adventure because oh, wow. because okay. because what happened was uh, had a little uh, you know I don't know scheduling mistake or something happened one day and I think I had a night at it or something or I was off and, and uh-huh. Jessica was at camp was supposed to, was supposed to go to camp was and that day they were going on a field trip and had 
uh, I think I dropped her off. I went to, I forgot about it. I didn't know about whatever. And I dropped, I went there too late and they're like, there's nobody here. Everybody, you have to keep, I said, I had to take her, keep her for the day. I'm like, well, guess what? I'm taking her to see Captain America. Okay. And just, just so happened. Just so happened. And, you know, she caught up and, and she has watched these movies way more than I have. She is. That's cool because I love that movie. Yeah, she, the the Captain America, the first. Movie. Yeah, that that and uh, I think Green Lantern were her first superhero movies. Oh wow! I know we got, got extremes there. What a what an extreme! Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm the biggest Captain America mark mm-hmm. ever, and I I love that. that is it movie. is such a good movie. It is really good. Yeah, I saw. I said you're going to see it, and, and when did when did that come out? That was uh twenty twenty uh two thousand eleven. Oh no. Excuse me. Um, Ten to eleven, something. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, so so she was about nine. So that's acceptable to see that movie, I think. Oh yeah, that that's mm-hmm. a pretty family. Friendly. Yeah, I, I I remember, and I took her and her friend to see Avengers first. Dylan, uh, who was all of five years old, really wanted to see Avengers. Yeah. yeah. Because he watched like Superhero Squad and stuff like that. And I said, I and I and I told him, I said, I got I got to watch it first, buddy. And I did, sure. I did. And I was like, I think he'll be okay. And and we go to the movie, and we sit down, and it's just me and him. It was it was it was like a couple. It, the movie had been out, so it wasn't crowded. It was during the day, and it, he, we sit down, and, and and you know, knowing what you know about Dylan, he un, unsurprisingly knocked over the uh, bucket of popcorn with his foot. So, so I'm like, I literally, off to a good start. I literally grabbed the bucket and I'm like, daddy will be right back. And I booked out, got the, got refilled, come back in and I see him pointing at the screen, like, like getting very upset because the Prometheus trailer was playing. And I had to, I oh, grabbed him and okay. ran, I grabbed trailer him, I put the popcorn right. down, grab him, run out of the theater, wait for the, wait for the trailer to end and come back in. And he he was pretty good. The only time he got a little upset was when Hulk uh, changed for the first time and was going after Black Widow because he didn't understand if the Hulk's oh, if the yeah. Hulk's a good guy. Why is he attacking another good guy? That's a tense. That's a tense yeah. scene. It, I mean, legitimately. But other than, other than that, though, he was pretty good about the, about the movie, though. So you know, he's not. Sure. He, li- he he likes the movies, but he's not as much of a nerd as my daughter is. My daughter is a huge nerd. Oh man! I mean, yeah, she's she's watching Which these shows great. left and right and and over and over and trying to give me insider information. So <laughs> good for yeah. her. All right, so so that's going to bring an end to our viewing evening. Tim, as great as always, Mark and Paul, thank you for joining us. Hopefully, we'll get a bigger crowd for uh, for Endgame in uh, in about probably about six seven weeks from now. Looking forward to that, though. Yeah. And, spoiler, I will not be so negative. On yeah. That <laughs> yeah, that was... I saw that twice in the theater just so I could go see it just for one moment the second time. Yeah, I saw that twice. I I saw the first Avengers three times, actually. Oh, okay. Um, if they were to re-release Endgame in the theater, I would go see it in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat, I would go see it again. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. Mm-hmm. Um, those were the days. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, Tim, thank you again. Have a great night. Everybody stream on. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Uh, 
And everybody listening on platform, check out uh, everything on the Police Nation Pop Experience. Check out Police Nation Wrestling Network. Check out uh, the North South Connection. Go to the Place to Be Facebook group and Place to Be Nation All right, guys, thank you uh, for watching Infinity War. And uh, to those of you who haven't been dusted, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye.